Welcome to Don't Retire, Graduate, the podcast that teaches you how to advance into retirement rather than retreating. I'm your host and valedictorian, Eric Brotman, and we have a show today that I've been looking forward to for weeks uh, since I found out that Katie Marks was going to be a guest on Don't Retire, Graduate. Katie is a Maryland native, uh, a, a dancer, a yoga instructor, a business developer extraordinaire. She has like 47 side hustles uh, in a way that I've never experienced before. Uh, she's recently engaged and her, her she has a great story to share with everybody. So Katie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I too have been looking forward to this since we got it on the calendar. I don't even know where to start. Um, why don't we start with a, a little bit of your of your background and, and sort of um, sort of how you got involved in in some of the things you're doing today, and then we can sort of look at them not in a linear way, but but on a macro level. Sure, sure. So where to start? I guess maybe. I, I grew up dancing. I've always been a lover of people. Um, I went to school for sociology, not because I could necessarily do something in that field, but just because I was so interested in in learning about people and how we how we interact uh, in life and on a larger societal scale. From there, I I was offered a position doing stuff with a clinical research lab at the Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine, which was so far outside of what I thought I would do. Um, but I was very lucky through the dance community to know one of the most prolific transplant surgeons at Johns Hopkins. And he literally said to me, so what are you doing now? And at the time I had just graduated college. I was living in Savannah, Georgia. I was going through a divorce actually. And I said, I don't know, I'm, this is what I'm doing. And he's like, oh, great, I'm looking for exactly you. And he hired me to move to Baltimore and start at Johns Hopkins. And soon into my position there, I realized that that was not the track I wanted to be in. I, I loved academia, but I couldn't see myself writing grants for the rest of my life. And I didn't have enough interaction with people. I was in this lab with all these geniuses and we got to talk a little bit, but I I spent most of the day just waiting to talk to someone in the kitchen. Um, and that's when I kind of realized that I needed to be doing something that was kind of out and about and with people. And I had this whole skill set that I hadn't really identified as a skill set yet but that I wanted to be utilizing. So then I was recruited into sales. I was recruited into mortgage lending. From there, that evolved into being a real estate agent because, you know, like the money's better and, and that was just a natural progression for me. As things do, that, that that it served a purpose. At the time, I wanted the flexibility and autonomy to be able to travel the world to dance. So I basically lived my life such that I could afford to travel the world and dance. And that was my priority. Um, I was building a career and expertise and the skills, but I, I prioritized my lifestyle. And at the time, what I really wanted to do was just travel the world and dance. And that's what I did. When that came to an end, because I suffered an injury, I reevaluated my life and decided, well, if I'm not going to be traveling the world to dance because I physically can't, then do I really want to be doing real estate? And the answer was no. So then I was again recruited into sales. <laughs> um, a friend of mine reached out. It just was such serendipitous timing. And he's like, Katie, I, I need you. And so I started with his company. At the time, I told him, you know, this is not exactly, I'm not familiar with this field at all. He said, give it 90 days. If you hate it, you hate it. 
if you love it, then stay. At the end of the 90 days, I decided that I liked the company. I didn't like the sales role that I was in. And I offered a, a solution, which was if you can make my position one of business development and change my compensation structure, then I would love to stay. And his response was, we would love nothing more than that. But unfortunately, we're not in a position, the company's not in a position to be able to do that. And we really need a salesperson. So it was a you know totally beautiful split. And then from there, I was again, <laughs> recruited into a business development position that was actually completely what I was looking for. I was looking for something that was relationship building based, something that was not sales in the traditional sense and something that gave me the flexibility that I loved from real estate, but also gave me the security of a paycheck. Because I think like a lot of us, I know I needed a paycheck. So there I was in my new business development role, which was super fulfilling. I loved and still do love that role. But to the the topic of side hustles, I've always been someone who's wanted to have their hands in many pots. When I was hired at Johns Hopkins, I was thrilled for that position, but I recognized that it was not enough. I couldn't make enough money doing research um, in a lab. And so I, I became a, a personal assistant for this family. It was a, a family of, it was a transplant surgeon and a mathematician at the Naval Academy. And I became their personal assistant. And so I had a side gig of cash money so that I could, you know, do my day job at Hopkins. And then with the rest of my time, I was making more money and it was as much as I wanted to make. So however many hours I wanted to work, that's how much money I could make. So it was totally flexible on my own time. And so I've always, from the beginning of my career, which actually, if we go back, the beginning of my career was really a dance instructor. I always made my own schedule. I always made my own hours and I became very accustomed to that. So when I graduated college and started working at Hopkins, I had now had a job where I still had some flexibility, but I pretty much had to be in the office, you know, 830 to five kind of thing. And then with the rest of my time, I could make as much money as I wanted um, or not make any money, depending on what my what I felt that day. So it laid the groundwork for me to know that I wanted to have my hands in many pots. I wanted to have additional streams of income outside of what was my security blanket and what I knew I needed to pay my bills and be able to live. And that's how I got to be where I am now and where I I guess gained the comfort to seek out new ventures. So, so it sounds to me, Katie, like you've held every job known to known to humankind except astronaut and architect. <laughs> so, I guess those are next. Um, you know, it, it, it's it's amazing. But if you were a computer, you've downloaded Extrovert 2.0 and Networking 3.0 already. <laughs> Because of all, of all the things that you've that you've just shared with us, I mean, truly, first of all, almost all of these various gigs and opportunities came from personal networking, um, personal or professional networking. But they came from from not only being extroverted at, to to maybe the nth degree, uh, just to use some of your Hopkins jargon, you know. Um, but so so not only were you were you very much a, a people person, which it, it, you know everyone who knows you knows this, but you also were able to leverage that into a lot of opportunities that maybe you had never thought of. I mean, you certainly didn't yeah. see yourself working in some of those environments, right? 
Absolutely. And I think that one of the one of my favorite quotes, it's from a book called You're Not Lost. I think her name is Maxie McCoy. And she basically is talking about a lot of people, you know, they graduate college or maybe they graduate high school or whatever their path in life. And they think, what is the thing that I'm going to do? Everyone asks you, what do you want to be? What do you want to do? And honestly, who knows? You don't really know that until you try things. But she's basically saying, instead of trying to find the end goal, the the thing that is going to be the end all be all, instead, every day, do little things that are in alignment with yourself. And that's the one of my favorite pieces of advice, because who knows what the big picture thing is. But instead, if you create an environment where you are doing things that you know, ignite you on fire and that keep you excited. If you're doing those things every day, then you're staying in alignment with yourself, which ultimately allows you to be authentic in the world, which again, allows you to be the most purpose-driven and successful by your own metrics. So it's not about creating, it's not about finding the path, but instead creating an environment that allows the path to illuminate itself. And I feel like that's been my strength because I haven't known what am I going to do? What do I want to be? How am I going to best show up in the world? But instead, what I've been really mindful about and intentional about is staying authentic, staying in alignment with myself and doing those things that feel right for me, which is, I think, the biggest reason why I've been so successful in networking and so successful in building relationships because I genuinely care about people. I got an email yesterday from um, someone that I I don't even really work with. Uh, we don't share business, but instead we we just stay in touch and we we network really well. And we had a group Zoom call, and she emailed me afterward and she said, "Katie, you are one of the few people who have nailed networking in that." She, you, she said, you've done the one thing that everyone should do, which is take an interest in my band. And what she's saying is she has a, she's a whole person. She's so much more than just her professional endeavors. She's someone who's a musician. She has a band. She has passions. And that's the piece of her life that I've taken the most interest in. And that has allowed us to build this really beautiful um, professional relationship where we can share things back and forth. But it comes from such a place of, like my background suggested, by studying sociology, taking such an interest in people. And that's the reason that I've been able to be successful, quote unquote, by whatever metric we're looking at it. So, so let, me, let me ask you a pointed question. Um, how old sure. were you the last time someone asked what you wanted to be when you grew up? Were you I seven? Was were you 17? You were 30. Okay, so that's a, yeah. uh, that's a great answer. Because I, I yeah. feel like adults are seldom asked what we want to be when we grow up. And 30, you know, borderline adult, I think. Um, so, <laughs> you, 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 you're at the, I mean, I, I use that chronologically, not in terms of maturity, Katie, of course. But, but nonetheless, you're, yeah. you're, uh, that's a question we don't get asked very much. And, you know, in I, this country, yeah. I think we tie who we are to what we do, unlike any population on the planet I'm aware of. Which is when you mm-hmm. say to somebody, you know, who, who are you? What are you about? The first thing that they say is, I'm, I'm an accountant. No, that's not who you are. That's what you do. And mm-hmm. we tie who we are to the job we have or the role we play or, you know, how many people say, 
oh, I'm a, I'm, I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a brother, I'm a, a business owner, I'm a, blah, 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 blah. and you go down all the, the hats you wear, and you've, you've, you have more hats than most, um, and have worn <laughs> lots of them over the years, but in some ways that means you haven't pigeonholed yourself, you haven't got a career that if it went away, you'd be in trouble. I mean, that's, you know, obsolescence is a big deal for in a lot of industries. The world's moving so fast that if, if all you do is make X product or you're only involved with, if you're a newspaper journalist, for example, you better reinvent yourself because there may not be a newspaper, right? I mean, that's just mm-hmm. a job, a career that could go away. So business development, sales, networking, um, and the people stuff never goes away. Never. No matter it what it is. It doesn't ever go away. Mm-hmm. For full transparency, you and I met on a Zoom networking call, I, I don't know, two months ago. Um, and, and you know, the, the funny thing is, I've only been on one of those in my adult life. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's not something that's like, I, you know, I, I was interested in, um, in some of the folks who were going to be there. So I said, oh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go to this. And I thought, what a strange world that we're not going and, you know, shaking hands and, and, uh, and, and doing the things that were more traditional before the pandemic and so forth. So mm-hmm. a Zoom networking, how is this going to work? This is, is this a good use of my time? And here I made what I, I fully expect will be a lifelong friend, which is an amazing thing, but also, uh, but also an inspiration. I mean, you, you, the things you're working on, and now, when I said you'd only had two jobs you hadn't done, one of the ones you hadn't mentioned yet was entrepreneurship. Yeah. So now, now you're, you're ready to launch something very, very cool. Um, and I, yeah. I'm one of the, the, early, the early fans of the, the site and, and so forth and the social <laughs> media presence. Tell us about your, tell us about your, your business venture and, um, and your partnership and all the things that are going into that. Yeah, absolutely. I want to just circle back to being asked what I wanted to be. So I was asked that when I was 30 by a dear friend now. At the time, I didn't know him, uh, Aaron Velke. And he asked his first question, hey, I'm Katie. Hey, I'm Aaron. What do you want to be when you grow up? And I was so in love with that question. I was like, who asks that? And what a beautiful question, because I'm not stuck in a role. I have the world as my oyster. And one thing that he always says is, it's not what you want to do, but who do you want to be? And so I like to live my life by who do I want to be, not necessarily what I want to do. But that leads into what I'm now doing in my partnership um, with Kelly in life. We're, we're life partners, but also business partners. And um, so we've, we've created um, a vegan burger that we're selling direct to consumer. So Kelly's vegan. Um, I'm a flexitarian, but try to be on the healthier side um, of things. And we developed this vegan carrot burger that is so delicious. But when we go to the grocery store, we can't find alternatives that that fit with what we what we want. We can't find alternatives with organic ingredients. We can't find alternatives with just things that are healthy that we would normally eat. A lot of things are overly processed and have terrible ingredients. So we saw a need in our own lives and we decided to fill it um, and we've taken that on. Um, and then I also have a solo entrepreneurial venture, which is, um, we could be doing this instead, which is an acronym, WCBDTI, that is actually tattooed to my arm. Um, and it's applicable to all facets of life. It's, you know, instead of crying, instead of stressing, instead of fighting, instead of 
being untrustworthy of people who are different from ourselves. Um, instead of creating judgments out of nowhere, we could be laughing and dancing and making out and trusting other people and being accepting of those who are different and beautiful um, in their own way. And, and you know, instead of being unhealthy, we could be healthy. Instead of being stagnant, we could try to find joy. It's literally applicable to everything in life. And it is the really the philosophy by which I want to live my life. We always have the power to not engage with that which does not serve us. And so I'm creating a merchandise line that is really to, to get that movement and message out there, um, which is something I've been working on for a long time, really since I got this tattoo. And so I, I just, I, I can't sit still. I think I think really what it comes some, some down to Some people refer is, to that as ADHD. <laughs> You know, there, there's a diagnosis for that. Just, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not a clinician and I'm not a physician, but you know, I'm trying to help here. I know. No, it, I, know. Obviously I, it, I definitely appreciate it. It served you. I, I you know, I, I also can't sit still. And of course, I, I joke that I'm not ADHD. I'm just H, um, which you know, <laughs> makes sense to the people who know me. And maybe you have the same condition. Um so, so let's, let's shift gears a little bit because, you know, you have sure. clearly, you, you've, you've, you've clearly found um, your why. You clearly have a mission-driven life and, a, and, and are living with purpose and are living with design and, and all those things are so inspirational. Um, Thank you. Our show, though, also talks about financial independence. And there's Absolutely. lots of ways to measure, measure success. And for sure, financial success is not the only measure of success. There's some very wealthy people who I wouldn't trade with for anything because they're miserable and unhappy. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and, and you can't take it with you when you go, right? I mean, it, it, he who dies with the most toys still dies. So I think um, in, in this case, let's talk a little bit about financial independence because when you, when you change careers or change jobs or industries frequently – a lot of times employee benefits are things that are either hard to come by or impossible, or they're things that you don't vest in and you don't take them with you. And so you, you are constantly playing a little bit of catch up financially, unless you can manage to, um, unless you can manage to harness your own entrepreneurship, your own venture and do some of the things on your own. So how are you, how are you handling that and how adaptable have you had to, to, to become in terms of your, your financial planning, and I, you don't have to get quantitative here, but just qualitatively, how sure. do you do that? Well, I'm so insanely lucky. There's not another human being on the planet who has the same benefits set up that I do. I basically, so I still have all of my health insurance and everything through my first real job, I'm saying real job in quotes, um, at Hopkins because I basically made myself indispensable to them. So I still work for them like part-time and because I've had that job for so many years, I have maintained all of my benefits. So that is completely unique to me. If I were not able to do that though, you're right, I would have the challenge of, of trying to figure it out for myself. As a realtor, I would have had to get, you know, just private personal insurance. I never had to do that. So I'm so insanely lucky and that is not lost on me. I am so grateful for that all of the time. So what I've prioritized since I have that safety, since I have that just insane benefit, um, I, 
I want financial freedom by way of having a secure and stable paycheck, but then also creating multiple streams of income. So uh, any, any person who has any amount of wealth probably has multiple streams of income. And the way I think that you can leverage this benefit in, in a working position is if you're working and you also have a side hustle, you have the potential to earn an uncapped amount of income. If you start to earn a substantial amount of income, it really gives you something to leverage in your nine to five by way of asking for remote hours or flexibility, because then you have something that you can, you can say, look, I'm making this amount of income on the side what can you do for me? So it gives you this negotiation leg up and this like sense of, you know, you have a little bit more freedom and power to negotiate what you want because you have this additional stream of income. So it not only does it build your skills, you're, you're learning new skills, it builds your confidence because you're, you've acquired these new skills, you're learning these things, you're gaining more income. Then it also gives you, I think, a sense of confidence and self-assurance to ask for what you want in your nine to five. So you're better off financially because you're able to ask for what you want from your, let's call it stable position. And then you're also earning through multiple streams of income if that's what you have set up for yourself like I do. Um, so as far as financial stability long-term, um, you know, the number one thing is just talk to a financial advisor, obviously, because they're going to lead you uh, on the right path of what to be doing, which I did at a young age. So as soon as I, you know, graduated from college, got divorced, moved to Baltimore, I talked with my advisor at my bank, which at the, which was USAA, because I was married and into that. So, um, I talked to the financial advisor at USAA, set up a Roth IRA, and, and basically started my path of understanding what I needed to do financially to set myself up for success. So unfortunately, we aren't taught these things in school. We don't you know, go to high school and learn, oh, you need to set up this thing or that thing. And so a lot of young people don't really know. Um, I'm fortunate that I, that I had the, I don't know, the wherewithal, or maybe I was advised to do that. But have I left out any portion, an answer to a portion of your question? No, I think you've just become a financial advisor, so you can check that box off um, as one of the <laughs> careers you've now you've now mastered. Congratulations on earning your accreditation. You've got it. I mean, you're, you're hired. It's, oh, it's good. We'll do another you. side hustle. Yeah, no, absolutely. Perfect. So here's 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 the one thing. The one thing you know, you talked about the side hustle being an extra income stream, and that's sort of offense, right? And then you talked about the negotiating uh, leverage that you have um, that's sort of defense. There's an even bigger defensive mode around that, in, in my opinion. And, and so, so let me know what you think of this. If you have a side hustle, it helps eliminate the possibility that your LinkedIn profile ever says, currently looking for opportunities, or not presently working, or retired. Mm -hmm. These are a kiss of death in the networking world because no mm -hmm. one's going to click on that and go, oh, here's somebody I got to talk to. I got to know this person. Yeah. So having a side hustle allows you in the event of, of, of like an unemployment event, let's say for whatever reason, let's say Hopkins said, you, you know, we're, we're not sure why you're still on the payroll and benefits. We're going to look into that. Um, just for example, um, if, if that were to happen, you have other things that would immediately take its place on your profile so that at no point are, is there a gap of employment. 
And that's mm-hmm. important financially for things like mortgages or car loans or other things like that. It's important from a networking perspective because it keeps you in the game. You know, we, we help a lot of people figure out how to stay in the game when they're 65, 75, 85. We've had guests on the show who are in their 80s starting companies, doing cool things, mm-hmm. just to not be idle. So I would add that to the, to the, 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 the landscape that you painted, if you will, that, that one of the things that's really important is not ever losing not only the skills, but the relevancy. Sure. And it keeps you interesting. It makes you a more interesting person. It, um, to quote, um, Susie Moore, who's, uh, uh, she's a coach. Um, she says it adds more strings to your bow. You know, the more stuff you're doing, it adds more strings to your bow. It adds spice to your life. It gives you, um, a sense of purpose and it makes you interesting which opens the door to opportunities. People are like, oh, you're doing that cool thing. I'm doing this cool thing. How can we help each other? Or, oh, you're doing this cool thing. I have a project I'd like to recruit you to do um, or, or be a part of. It creates opportunity, which ultimately creates freedom, which is what we all want in our lives. I don't know too many people who are more interesting than you are, just by the way. <laughs> Um, and, and flattery say will that get a, you everywhere. Well, yeah, yeah, flattery. Yeah. Flattery is good, but emulation is the, tr- is the sincerest form of flattery. So I'm trying to get as interesting oh. as you are, um, by oh wearing my lots gosh. of hats myself. No, it's true. It's true. The feeling, I'm, I'm is, now, the feeling I, is so mutual. You are such an oh inspiration man. to me, which I think oh you already God. know. And I've told you before. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's why I had you on the show because I needed everyone to know what an inspiration I was. So thank you, Katie, for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be um, looking we're, forward we're to my paycheck. Oh well, listen, uh, it's the same that same you got last month, so you'll be fine. Um, in terms of uh, in terms of closing our show, because we're we're nearing the end, you've given us um, truly you've, a lot of inspiration about uh, uh, about so many things. One of them being you're not stuck in your career, and you know we've determined that you aren't what you do. And, uh, and you're doing all these entrepreneurial things and all of this business development. And we know if you, if you can sell, you'll never starve and those things. So I'm, you're going to be hard pressed, I think, to come up with an extra credit assignment for our group because you've already given more homework than any professor we've had on in the last two years. <laughs> um, you, you know, like any good professor, you're tough, but you're fair. So, um, you know, from that standpoint, I think people will sign up for your class. What, what is the one takeaway? What's the one thing that folks say, all right, I heard um, this episode of Don't Retire, Graduate with Katie Marks. It was awesome. And she said we needed to X. Well, I might have to answer this twice. But the first thing that comes to mind is to keep in mind that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote Cheryl Strayed here. And she says, you don't have a career, you have a life. And I think that's in line with Don't Retire, Graduate. It's this mindset shift of Yes, you're building a career, but you're really building your life. And there's so much more to your life than what do I do instead, or in addition, it's who am I being? And so if you're creating a life that is authentically yours and uniquely yours, then I think that you will find success by the metrics that you decide for yourself, be them financial or or, or other. Um, you don't have a career, you have a life. That's great advice, and it's completely true. And we get to reinvent ourselves over and over again, and we never mm-hmm. stop asking what, 
we should be or what we want to be when we grow up. And I, I love mm-hmm. Aaron, that Aaron Belke said that to you. He's a great guy and a smart, he's, such a great um, guy. Inspiration. he's an inspirational human being. And I, and I, and I'm, I'm so glad that I've connected with him um, mm-hmm. it, simply because that he gets it. I mean, this whole idea yeah. that it, there's so many, you know, there's so many gimmicky things of start with why, and it's very uh, ho-hum. And it feels like something out of the movie Office Space, or, you know, you can have Hawaiian shirt day. But, the, you know, the reality is there's a ton of inspiration that comes from people who really do start with why and really do figure out, um, you know, what their mission is and what drives you and what you're, what you're passionate about. Um, and like I said, you're one of the most interesting, uh, certainly most passionate people I've ever met. And I'm, I'm <laughs> thrilled that you're in my life and I'm thrilled that you're, you were on our show. Um, how can people learn more about you? How can they learn more about your ventures? What are all the websites, social media stuff that you want people to, to, to check you out? Yeah. So, um, on Instagram, I can be found at, we could be doing this instead. I can also be found at, uh, Kelly's Carrots. Uh, our website for Kelly's Carrots is www.kellyscarrots.com. That's K-E-L-L-Y. Um, carrots spelled with a C. Uh, what else? That, that's good because you don't want to eat the diamonds. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Two right, R's. Right, you're you're right, talking right. two R's here. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh. So, so. Yeah. So oh, I, oh I think- and Kelly has. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, please. Uh, so uh, Kelly's also a very interesting human, as you well know, but she has Colors of a Woman. So it's a blog, colorsofawoman.com, and also an Instagram, Colors of a Woman. Um, one of my first entrepreneurial ventures was actually a a like communication coaching thing that, that I never really launched, but that has an Instagram too. Anyway, if you follow me on We Could Be Doing This Instead, it'll basically link you to all of the other things that I'm into. Um, yeah. And I'm so Instagram. We Kelly'sCarrots.com. We could be doing this instead. That's the Instagram handle. Mm-hmm. That's what everyone needs mm-hmm. to check out and check it out now because it, Katie is doing a hundred things and all of them well somehow, which is great. Um, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. I fully expect three months from now to be wearing a t-shirt that says we could be doing this instead while eating a carrot burger. You got it. That is, that is, I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission to eat a carrot burger wearing that swag. Okay. (laughs) You got it, Eric. And I really, I do so much appreciate um, you wanting to be, wanting me to be on your show um, and being able to have this conversation with you. You add a lot of value to my life in, even in the short time that I've known you. And I am confident that it's a lifelong friendship. So thank you very, very much. You are most welcome. And for our listeners out there, please subscribe to our podcast, post comments and reviews. Consider sending us a question, which we might answer in a future episode of Office Hours. For more, go to DontRetireGraduate.com. To learn more about BFG Financial Advisors, visit us on social media or at BFGFA.com. We'll be back next week with another installment of Office Hours and in two weeks with another engaging guest. For now, this is your host, Eric Broughton, reminding you, don't retire, graduate. From this day forward, let us begin visualizing our dreams and building our futures. Today, I implore you, don't retire, graduate. Visit our website at don'tretiregraduate.com to subscribe. And please like us and post comments on social media. 
Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC. Kestra IS. Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC. Kestra AS. An affiliate of Kestra IS. Kestra IS or Kestra AS are not affiliated with Brotman Financial or any other entity discussed. Hey friends, this is Jim Knight, former 21-year Hard Rock executive turned best-selling author and top 10 keynote speaker. And I'm Brant Menzwar, former frontman of Hollywood's most dangerous band turned top 10 motivational speaker and best-selling author. We host the how-to podcast, Thoughts That Rock, where we talk to rock stars, athletes, CEOs, astronauts, and even next-door neighbors who share their expertise and opinions. Together, we tackle the most interesting and challenging topics of today. Whether you want to learn how to become more confident, how to deal with anxiety at work, or how to write a hit song, or use Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in life, we've got hundreds of episodes to help amp up your life and move you forward. Subscribe to Thoughts That Rock wherever you listen to podcasts, and check out evergreenpodcast.com for more information.